Good morning. It's Friday. <clears throat> Friday, Friday. I mean, do you sing about Friday? Uh, I, you know, uh, I got a message yesterday. Uh, um, I think it was Sherry sent me a message. I love the thing that, the, the enunciating that you're retired. Yeah. I say I'm retired for the dumbasses who expect me to do crap for them. Um, yeah, like right now, I, I don't work. This ain't my job. This is for fun. So I say I'm retired because it kind of, you know, it, it alleviates uh, some guilt. But, uh, and speaking of retired and dumbasses, your boy's dumbass. Uh, I turned on paid subs for the newsletter. Um, I didn't know this, but it automatically charged people that pledged. Um, so if you are one of the people that it charged, and it charged quite a few. Um, but if you are one of the people that it charged and you'd like a refund, uh, write to me, um, just ping me on one of the socials, ping me on my email address, uh, and I can confirm a refund. Uh, you'll just need to confirm your email address because there, there is a way to refund it. I figured it out after I panicked. Oh shit. I charged people. Uh, but if you pledged, I turned it on because some people don't want to tip. Some people want to pay monthly. It's a good way to do it in, um, in Substack. There are some fees that I pay. It comes out of the what, whatever you pay. So it's not like you have to pay fees, but I, I get taken out. I'd rather have your tips. And the way you tip is you go into the link tree down below. And there is a gift me PayPal, gift me Venmo, gift me Cash App. The only reason I say gift is because your boy uh, is tax smart. Gifting me means you can gift me a certain amount uh, each year. Uh, if I say tip me, yay, boy owes taxes. So a little caveat there. It's not much. Listen, the government should not come after me for that. It's a gift uh, because you're gifting me. You're not paying me for a service. You're just gifting me. So um, that's what, you know, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but your boy did do some dumbass shit last night with uh, the newsletter. Uh, there's a poll in yesterday's uh, <laughs> uh, yesterday's podcast on Spotify. Um, it, the, the podcast is What is Confirmation? It's the 615 pod. Um, should I upload video podcasts to Spotify? Overwhelmingly, you guys picked yes. This means you guys are dumbasses for not going to YouTube because I do the same exact video. Uh, I post the video on YouTube. The reason I post the video on YouTube, there's two reasons. A, the, the quality on Spotify is horrific. Absolutely horrific. I, th I don't even, I've tried it. You can't zoom in. And so the charts are going to look so tiny. Uh, yes, you can see my bright, shiny uh, white hair. Yes, you can see my bright uh, white teeth. In fact, I got to go to my dentist and get them whitened again. Uh, she refuses to make them uh, Ross from Friends White, which is what I want. Uh, but you can't really see the chart. So the reason I do it on YouTube is because you can pause and actually zoom in if you want to. You can pinch on your phone. Um, so I, I do like YouTube better. But I will try and do uh, maybe I will, there there is some editing involved where I have to take it the 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 um the voice quality is significantly better on GarageBand with just an audio uh, than it is 
on the OBS recording, but I can work on OBS and try and get the audio a little bit better. But overwhelmingly, if you want to vote, and and my my suggestion is if you vote no, uh, I will love you forever because it means less work for me. But if you really want it, go over there to that podcast, vote yes or no. Um, Strategist Research was on, uh, and I found this funny, Strategist Research, a uh, guy was talking about bond rates and how um, the only thing that's going to take this market down is an increase in bond markets. If that 10-year goes above uh, 4%, we're going to see the market pull back. Other than that, you're going to see equities just continue to fly. Uh, but they have two, he, one thing that I found interesting and that peaked up my ears was they have two rules at Strategist, and this is the research. One, don't fight the Fed. You guys have heard me say that. As the Fed raised rates, you knew that market was going to come down. So don't fight the Fed. The Fed has control. The second one is don't fight the tape. What you're seeing on the screen right now is a spy. Don't fight the tape. I talked about it yesterday. What's confirmation? Well, confirmation is above that nine day. The nine day is this green line right here for me. I constantly tell myself, don't fight this. When you see confirmation, get in. Well, we didn't have confirmation here. We didn't. We finally got confirmation here on May 18th, and you saw it. Couple, you know, couple tapes. It pulled right back. You lost confirmation. Now, am I going to get out here? Eh, it depends on the stock that I'm in. If I'm trading, I probably will get out on this candle because it goes below the nine day. Uh, the close was 4.15.79, and you can see that the nine-day was about 4.16, which means that it closed below that nine-day. So, okay, let me take and let me get rid of that position. Now, I would have had to wait till this green candle because the green candle is actually confirming, and it's up there, and nothing closes again. Don't fight the tape. We're in a bull market. This is 100% a bull market. Uh, and speaking of kind of on my screen, somebody asked me, you know, what, what moving averages, I think it was Brian asked me, what moving averages do I use on the screen? There are four moving averages on this screen, uh, and we'll go over exactly why I use them. So the first one, 200 day SMA, that's this red line. The red line is a 200 and you can set these up on your charts, 200 day SMA, simple moving average. The reason I do this, find the long-term trend. Because as we were in last year's kind of you know, bear market, if you want to call it a bear market pullback, look, it's negative. Last year, you, you were, that's the long-term trend. Where do we move a positive? Well, it was January. So you can look at the long-term on the 200 SMA. The second one that I have is this blue line. That is a 50-day SMA. Again, simple moving average. You can tell this is the medium-term trend. You want to find the trend. This is the long-term in the red. Medium-term is, is blue. So I, I use these. You'll hear me talk about death crosses where the 50-day crosses, the 200-day. Um, there was some discussion on that in the Facebook group as well. Um, but but typically this will tell me okay are we moving into uh, a, a a higher trend are we moving into a lower trend right now you can see we're we're totally in a higher trend the 200 day is moving positive the 50 day is moving positive the third line that I have is this yellow line right here now this is a 21 day EMA 
enhanced moving average. I think exponential moving average. I forget exactly which, but it's an EMA. And the reason I move from a 250-day SMA to a 21-day EMA, EMA reacts faster. SMA is more certain. So, so the, the validity, it, it, I want long-term validity. Short-term, I'll take less validation uh, and, and more quick to move. And the reason I chose 21 is because you have five days in a week, uh, typically on a trading day. So 21 gets me just above uh, four weeks. So it's just over one month. Again, 50-day, almost two months. This one, just over one month. And then this green line, which I use a lot for short-term trading and for uh, understanding exactly where we're at, where we're going in the short term, it's a nine-day EMA. That's the green one, nine-day EMA. Uh, And by the way, this is a masterclass. This is what people charge a ton of money for. Uh, This is exactly what I I think everybody would need. But again, 50-day SMA. Uh, I'm sorry, 200-day SMA, 50-day SMA, 21-day EMA, 9-day EMA. You can set up your charts exactly like I do. You don't need TrendSpider. TrendSpider makes this easy to set up, easy to track, but you can do your charts exactly like I do. That's what I look at. And so when, when I say confirmation, we talked about confirmation yesterday. Look, you confirmed in the afternoon. It's well above that 9-day. So uh, I do, doesn't mean that you go out and buy it today, uh, buy SPY today, because you don't know what's going to happen over the weekend. Um, but you do have confirmation. There's your EMAs. Um, that's what I wanted to show you. Uh, month-to-date winners. <clears throat> and that's the title of this one. Uh, I'm going to kind of go over and pat myself on the back on this one. Uh, month-to-date winners. We talked about Coinbase when the SEC filed. On June 6th, I said, get it under 50. It was at 46. It's at 54 right now. You're almost at your 10%. If you got it under four, even at 50. Do I think you can buy it at 55? Absolutely. Uh, Shopify, under 60. This one uh, dipped under 60. You're at 66.88. This one, the algorithm said, buy at 61. You could have bought at 61. Uh, I, I said it's worth a hell of a lot more than that. And I still think it's worth more than $66. Your boy holds a lot of this. And I think I'm at about 60 if I'm, I'm I, I think I dollar cost average down there. NVIDIA, we talked about this one. The earnings were May 24th. I said for the last week or two, get in under 400. You're at 426 right now. 433 in pre-market. Great call. Baba, I pounded the table. Get it down at when it when it dipped at 70. Here on June 1st, we were at 79.35. I'm sorry, 80. 79.35. Get it under 80. You're at $92, $94 in pre-market. Baba. Uh Tesla. I said I've been pounding the table on this one probably more in May than it was this, you know, this month. June 1st, you're at 206. I mean, you know, under 200, I said. Get it under 200, sell it over 200. You're at 257 in pre-market. Uh, great trade on that one. Oracle, I've been pounding this one since 90. All the way since 90. 
even down, you know, June 1st, you could have bought this one at 106. Eh, you'd be doing pretty well today. It's at 127. I still think, even though it's at, at 52 all-time highs, I should say all-time highs. Um, yeah, Oracle at 126. If they continue to grow their cloud the way they've done it, I think absolutely 100% they could continue. Cleveland Cliffs we talked about. This one, 1688. I've been saying this one since June. Get it under 15. It was at 1460. You're there. You're there at your 10% if you want. Uh, PXD, and I don't know if this is more Joe. I don't know if it's me. I said get it under 200, uh, and you could have gotten it under 200 bef- right before the, uh, the ex-dividend date of May 31st. So maybe I'd continue to add this one under 200. Um, I, I know there's some some talk about the the uh, uh, the dividend going down. I just think oil is at least a hundred dollars by the end of the year. So I, I've again I've got six figures in oil, not PXD, but six figures in oil. Uh, I'm a believer in it. I'm accepting that dividend. Uh, I like getting paid on oil. I mean, I'll just hold it. Um, Snowflake under 150. I've been pounding that table. Uh, June first here. Um, we were at about 160. So, you know, you got your 10% because you're at 194 in pre-market. Uh, Pan W. This was one where they reported earnings. I said get it before earnings. Their earnings was May 25th. You could have bought this one at 205. I said, hey, it's probably still good. You're at 243 right now, 247 in pre-market. Um, TQQQ. I've been saying this one hasn't lost its confirmation. Uh, the only time it really even, the button hook right here was in danger. But at 35, you're 41 right now. So again, TQQQ, you don't want to buy it and hold it into a weekend. But if you, know, if you think we're, we're still going and we still have confirmation, no reason to get, you know, if you want to play this one, just to have your stop losses tight. You know, tighten up those stop losses. Ones I've missed. That is have absolutely flown. Um, is SoFi? SoFi. I, I I mean, listen, Charlie, high five from MLS. Uh, anybody else who got into SoFi? Uh, you've lost a little bit of confirmation in yesterday because they brought it down. I think you buy it on the dip. I think when this one gets down to eight, I think you've got a ten dollar stock in you because good companies with good management with good products. These guys have great products. Um, their, their problem is going to be the profit margin. Uh, that's going to be the, but when you pick up, um, and, and here's the, the danger that you have in this one, if you get into this one is the Supreme court actually upholds, uh, the waiving of student loans. If that happens, uh, I think you buy the dip. Honestly, if you want to wait, I think you buy the dip, but if you get under eight and you're, you're so, fo- you know, so inclined, get that one. Uh, Palantir I've missed. I know there are a few people who got into Palantir around $7. Uh, I mean, kudos on this one. Um, June 1st, you were kind of up here in the uh, $14 range. I said you got a $20 stock in you. You're at 16 Honestly, I've missed it. And I know some people have been uh, just pouring into DPST. I- I've I've missed it. I mean, you know, the algorithm right on June 2nd, $59.80. Uh, you've got your 10% because you're at 65, you're at 66.25 in pre-market. So I've missed it. 
I want you guys to go and look at my socials for the crypto video that I, I posted a couple of days ago. I was going to play it, but it probably wouldn't play out uh, here on, um, uh, on, on just on a podcast. So go watch it. I'll, I'll put a link to it um, in, in the newsletter. Uh, moving averages that went over China is stimulating their economy. It's been stalled. China economy is stalled. Uh, the announcement is what kind of when you look at spy midday yesterday, uh, you know, nothing huge. Then China announced, you know what, we're going to stimulate the economy. Boom, U.S. takes off. Um, the biggest thing that you're seeing right now is the inversion. When t- I talk about inversion, the two in the 10 year bond are still inverted. It's coming up on the highest inversion as we were back in October of last year. Now, this market is ignoring a recession, absolutely ignoring a recession. Uh, back in October of last year, we were in danger. Uh, we were concerned that there was a, a, a recession coming up. That's why you see it down here. And the inversion was huge. Uh, look today. Um, oh, it, it failed to do this. Uh, today. You're looking at a, a almost as large an inversion, but the market's just ignoring it. That's the danger that you're in. Uh, BlackRock announced today they filed paperwork uh, for a, uh, oh, let me re- reset this. Uh, they announced paperwork for a, uh, a Bitcoin ETF. And so BlackRock will be uh, kind of commingling that, and I hate to say commingling, but the custod- custodian of the Bitcoin for the ETF uh, will be Coinbase. And and we went over coin. uh, That's bullish for coin. Uh, I also saw, and this is bullish for Robinhood, (laughs) uh, and and the symbol is hood, but Coinbase has a cross up here at 53.29. It's in the scans today. Um, But 53.29, if you want to invest in BlackRock, uh, BlackRock, you know, again, you're getting back here to these highs at 7.75. You got 10% in it. It's not crazy to think that you go up there, um, but it does indicate that big money may be moving towards Bitcoin. It was a big, big mover for Bitcoin. Uh, Motley Fool. I posted this in the, uh, the, the, the Facebook group. I post all the texts. My dad subscribes to, uh, subscribes to uh, uh, Motley Fool, and so I post all the texts in the private Facebook group. They probably don't like that I do that. But I posted there end phase. They said by end phase. I've been saying by end phase since 161. Here's a long-term look at end phase. It's been beaten down this year. Uh, here is December where you're at 333. You're at 180 right now. You're touching the 200-day. When's the last time you touched the 200-day? Oh, 2018? This is a solar stock. Go and read the text. Absolutely a solar stock that you, you, you probably should own. Um, with the infrastructure bill, with solar incentives, um, Enphase is going to be a big winner. Uh, there were five all-time highs yesterday. Uh, first one, NVIDIA. Talked about NVIDIA. This one in pre-market is at 433 all-time highs. It's going to set all-time highs again. Home builder, Lennar, after their earnings, all-time high, 119. Uh, not not a bad stock at all, but again, all-time highs. Oracle, great stock, great cloud. Uh, again, all-time highs at 127 in pre-market. Uh, Apple, 
your boy has what forty percent of his portfolio in Apple. Uh, yet one eighty six, all time high. Am I trimming? Nah. Talked about confirmation. This has confirmation. Why would I trim? Just because it's at a fifty uh, all time high, you could trim. Eh, you know what? Apple's one of those that I buy and hold. Microsoft after their upgrade um, with a price target of three fifty. Well, guess what? It's at three fifty, three forty nine seventy, all time high, all time high. Uh, we talked about Uber being a buy under forty. It's at forty three. So if you got it under forty, thirty nine eighty, kudos. Uh, yeah, you're at your ten percent. Uh, you could get rid of it. I suggest this is one of those stocks that I would suggest absolutely one hundred percent going into long-term capital gains where you only pay 15%. I can't say it enough. Taxes matter. Uber's a good company with good products, with good management. The earnings will come. They announced that they are starting a video advertising in their app. That's going to add billions of dollars in advertising revenue. You're going to make money. This one becomes probably a super app. Snowflake was up 5% yesterday. Uh, Again, you're approaching that $200. If you get above $200, take your profits. You'll have a chance to buy this at $150 again. Something will happen. The reason I know that is because the valuation is crazy. Forward PE of $202. I own this. My average purchase price is around 180. I will be selling at that 200 and adding back in. Roblox, yesterday it went under 40. This is one. You got a, a, a trigger here, algorithm trigger, $40.35. Under 40, get it. It's at $40.91 in pre-market. This will absolutely go to 44 at some time. Qualcomm. I point out Qualcomm down here at 105. I said this is a great price. I also said 117 was a good price. I said 119 was a good price. I think 123 is a good price. You're just getting above that 200 day. The gap has not been totally filled. You still have this one at 111. If you want to hold off there, I think you can get it at 111 at some point in time, but Qualcomm. Uh, PayPal. We talked about PayPal being a a great stock at $60, I think you can still buy it at 65. I think this gap up here gets filled to 75. Um, So again, we're just kind of going over the week. was pointed out to me yesterday, Rocket Mortgage. Uh, I pointed this out at $8.12. You're at $9.34. I said it's probably a $10 stock. Just be careful of that one. Uh, Have your stops in. I posted on the the Substack, Uh, I posted a note yesterday about Kava stock, and we're going to have to go to a one-minute chart because you can't see squat on Kava. Um, Maybe we'll go 65. Um, Let's see if we... Nah, it still doesn't pull up uh, even anything. But um, let's see. Uh, One-minute stock. This is the stock yesterday. I posted a note on uh, the the Substack, and again, I think you have to go to dailystockpick.substack.com to see it, but it's a note why I didn't point it out yesterday, and it's because of IPOs. So this one, they are touting that it was up 100% because the IPO price was 21. Uh, well, the re- you could get it for 21 if you were part of the IPO crew. 
if you weren't part of the IPO crew, you couldn't get this at 21. It wasn't trading on the open market at 21. You would have gotten in at around $45. Okay? Yeah, you could have driven it all the way up to 47. Good luck. Good luck. Here's the thing that you have to know about IPOs. Once it hits the open market, again, any reaction is an overreaction. Look at that. You hit, what'd you hit? Uh, 46.75. And again, the overreaction when the market opened, it went down to 40. So if you got in at 40, great. I think $40 isn't a bad price for this stock. Uh, but we don't know enough about their earnings. All you're trusting on is 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 kind of the 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 uh, the initial stuff. Th- that initial stuff doesn't always mean anything. But I posted it. Why uh, you just don't want to do it? Uh, people ask me all the time about Jeppy and QYLD, and so I wanted to do a chart in Seeking Alpha. These are high dividend covered call strategies. Jeppy uh, is. Uh, let me see. Let's go into Finviz. I think Jeppy is, it's a premium income ETF. Um, so they, they trade covered calls. That's essentially what they do. They pay an 11% annual dividend. This will absolutely just get you 11%. You will make 11% on this. It is not a floating dividend. It is a dividend. It will pay you 11%. That's what they will pay. That's what they manage it for. QYLD pays about the same, I think, 1146 percent. That is what they will pay you. So I wanted to point out the difference. QILD is a NASDAQ 100 covered calls. Well, QILD, not only are you getting that 11%, but you're up 12% in the actual asset value. So the green line that you're seeing, that's QQQ. So QILD, you get 12% in the asset, you're making 11% there. But if you just bought the Qs instead of a covered call strategy, you'd be up 40%. So that's why I don't always recommend covered call strategies in that sense. Um, let's go back here and we're going to run that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've been getting, oh, by the way, um, thank you for all the kind messages on Facebook. I know I asked you guys, how'd you find the podcast, stuff like that. Continue posting them. Uh, I probably am putting together some type of ad package um, where, you know, I won't charge you guys for a- any kind of thing. I know, you know, like I said, with the, the newsletter, if you want to, uh, you know, commit to the newsletter and, and pay, I won't put a lot behind a paywall. Um, I try not to do that. The only thing that I want to charge for are services like uh, TrendSpider um, or, you know, if I put together kind of a quote unquote book kind of thing. Um, those types of things. Uh, I get a commission on TrendSpider, but I'm a guy that uses TrendSpider. Uh, I can't trade without it. Uh, even before I started the podcast, I was using TrendSpider. I pay for TrendSpider. I love TrendSpider. Um, but I, I, you know, the the messages that you guys send about how you know some people have blown up accounts, some people have tried other podcasts. Um, they're not entertaining. I don't think I'm entertaining. Listen, I tell you guys, my friends hang up the phone on me sometimes just because I talk so much. Um, but I do appreciate the messages. Continue posting them because I can you know, wipe out your name and just use them as testimonials um, when I talk to like advertisers and stuff. And I won't take an advertiser who's going to be a douche. So don't worry. I won't do that. Um, Adobe. 
Uh, Adobe is up 5% in after hours. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, I was slightly concerned with the dollar amount uh, because it is has run so much, but it's still up 5%. They, they beat their earnings. They offered mixed guidance. I will post a great article from investors.com. If you want to know what Adobe does, where they make their money, I think it's a great article about how they, uh, their cloud software. Uh, I think it's a good article. Uh, let's look up uh, Boyle. Boyle moved yesterday. Uh, Boyle was up. Uh, you closed at $2.70 on, uh, on Wednesday. Thursday, uh, you closed the morning at $3.15. Nice 10%. Uh, yeah, today you're opening up 3% up, 325. This one has to move up. I mean, if you got in at this 267, uh, you're still moving up. Great trade. Great trade. So Boyle, natural gas, finally moving up. Uh, Micron, MU is the symbol. Let me just put MU. Um, they got, they basically announced they're setting up an India factory. They're up 2%. Uh, Intel announced that they're setting up a factory in Poland. So they're going to fund a factory in Poland uh, up 1.1%. So they're moving great. Uh, let's get to you guys. Melissa from Facebook, Joby and Archer. Uh, I'm up 25% in each one of these. My initial thought was to keep holding, but the second thought is to sell because uh, they've done so well. Uh, let's look at Joby. These are crazy stocks. Uh, first off, uh, I can tell you're the Wall Street bets YOLO type. Uh, absolutely, if you're fly fishing, uh, you're throwing your reel out, your 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 um your whatever your cast out there, just probably 300, 400 feet. I mean, you're going football fields at this point. Um, Joby is, <laughs> it's crazy, but it has had that run, and I think you mentioned that you were in over a year. In my mind. You take your profits. You, you do have confirmation. I would say take your profits when you lose confirmation. This one is not going to go from seven down to three again. It will slowly go seven down to three. Um, this is a weekly. I don't know that you're getting back to here to 13. I see this right here, kind of $7.05. I would have probably sold there because of that top, that top, and that top. Um, you know, this candle from, from this week that goes up to, uh, it's high of $8 and two cents. It still doesn't have, hasn't lost its confirmation. The RSI is at 79. The MACD is super high. You do have an, a, a danger of this becoming a button hook and coming back down here. I would put my stop at about $7 and 50 cents. So I, I would put a, a sell order in. At seven dollars and fifty cents on this one, uh, they are not making money. I mean, I I don't need to go to uh, Finviz to understand this. They are not. They are losing three hundred nine million dollars. They have a four point five billion dollar uh, market cap. So it's not huge. Four point five. It's not. It's not enormous. Six hundred five million shares outstanding. They have a dollar seventy two per share. So say two. Uh, they have one point two billion dollars. They're fully funded. They probably don't have to, uh, uh, you know, recapitalize. So I think you're safe in that one. I would just probably put a stop at 750 and just say, okay, I'm done with it. 
Archer, let's see. It's probably the same thing. Um, A-R, uh, Archer, let me see. A-C-H-R, I think it is. Archer Aviation. Uh, yeah, let's look at Archer. Same thing. I mean, if you got in at this dollar, you four times your money. I mean, great, great trade. Uh, from a weekly, and, and look at that gap. Um, you've covered that gap. Let's see if there's other gaps up here because there's always gaps in these stocks. Um, it covered that gap. I mean, you're close to your highs of recent. The weekly, yeah, I, I would say $5.16 is probably going to be a stretch to get there. Uh, I would put your stop in on this one. Yeah, I'd probably say about $4.50. I mean, take the profits. You can always buy back in. You're taking long-term profits. The key point is you can always buy back in. So when you take profits, you can always buy back in. When you take losses and you write those losses off, it's what's called a watershed. I think it's called watershed. You can't always uh, buy right back in. Sometimes you have to wait 30 days. Um, it depends on your tax situation. Check with your accountant, blah, blah, blah. If your accountant is you, check with yourself. Google it. Uh, Corey, uh, he put an analysis of um, Albertsons on the private Facebook group. First off, solid analysis, solid analysis. Uh, I do see a gap here all the way up to 27. Uh, it's undervalued compared to its peers. Uh, my comment to Corey was I do my grocery shopping at, um, uh, at Walmart. So I'm probably not the best to adjust this one. Uh, I can see, uh, you know, supermarkets are a dying game. I mean, what, the way they make their money is conglomerates. So uh, I think the biggest uh, nationwide is Kroger. Um, but this one had its uh, IPO <laughs> and uh, they ran all the way up to, let's see, about, looks like 38 bucks and they're at 21. So you've got your volume shelf down there. Let's pull the volume shelf here to its uh, highs. You can see most people are holding down here. There's no real catalyst to move it up here. Your 50 days moving down. It's not old enough to have a 200 day. Um, but from a, uh, a standpoint of the, the algorithm, I don't know that I necessarily believe it. It's been capitulating around here between 20 and 21. I think at 21, 25, you could, I think anything under $21, take, take the bait, get in there. Uh, I think you could fill this gap. Again, I only say this to people who may shop at Albertsons. If you shop, I think it's Ralph's, uh, Albertsons owns Ralph's. Uh, but if you shop there, I think you put your money into their business. So why not buy the stock? That's the way I look at it. But his analysis on Facebook, absolutely go in and read his analysis. Spot on, uh, great analysis. It's undervalued. Uh, doesn't always mean that it will go up. Remember, uh, I worked for a cable company for years. Um, uh, the Cox, Cox Communications, was a public company. Uh, we were undervalued. We printed cash. And Wall Street just didn't like the future. And that's what I think, you know, supermarkets like this one, they just don't like the future. <clears throat> Brandon from Facebook. He said, hey, space announced their, uh, uh, why is space moving so much? Uh, and this is Virgin Galactic SPCE. This is a Chamath Polyatome. I don't know how to say his last name. 
but he basically took money and ran absolute criminal on this one. Um, but it was a SPAC. It was thrown out there. They announced yesterday their first space flight, uh, first consumer space flight will happen anywhere between June 27th and June 30th of this year. So it's coming up very soon. The stock moved about, yeah, 41%. It's up 41% in pre-market from $4.07 to $5.72. Absolute hype. It's not worth getting in. If you want to trade it, trade it on a five-minute time frame. Scalp it. Don't think that, oh my God, I'm getting in at $5.75 and it's going to make me a fortune. Do not think that. You can. You can. If you know something about this company, they're not making money. It's a SPAC. It, it, you know, they're, they're losing, let's see, $566 million. They have uh, 278 million shares outstanding, $1.32 per share. You will get diluted. Space is a, it's an incredibly expensive game. So you will get diluted. Trade this one. Do not get sucked into this hype. There's better places to put your money. You are in a, you are in a, a market where an AI train is actually, you know, just kind of up there. Uh, it's running. Continue to run with it. But space, it's just a, eh. Let's talk about uh, scans, CrowdStrike, secondary cross up, still bullish. No, got you out actually a couple of cans ago. 158. I don't think it's a horrible price. Um, I think I've dollar cost averaged down to about 160. I bought back here uh, in the 190 time frame, uh, and I ran it up here to about 300. Didn't sell. Didn't manage my cash correctly. I think I've I've, I've dollar cost averaged to about one uh, 170, 180, somewhere in that neighborhood. So I, I do see it running. This is cybersecurity. Everybody needs cybersecurity. I don't, you, you do have confirmation on this weekly. So 159, I don't think it's horrible. Uh, it had a cross up. PXD, uh, this is one um, for the short term. I've always said, get it under 200. It's at 203.29. Just get it under 200. I wouldn't buy it. He, you know, if you don't want to hold on for oil, uh, I wouldn't get this one. It's trading, the, the, the presumed dividend will go down. I just don't think the dividend will go down. I think they're going to continue to give you a huge dividend. Meta, uh, secondary cross-up. I mean, if you got in at 248, you got your 10%. You got 20%. You still have confirmation. So it, it crossed up. I think it's good. Oil, uh, UCO, which is a triple levered crude oil, 2359. You're trading right there in pre-market. Uh, if you think oil, oil's up slightly. I think you could hold this one and probably get it above the 200-day of 26 again, uh, but I'm not putting my money into this one. We talked about Coinbase being the uh, custodian of the BlackRock uh, uh, Bitcoin ETF. 53.29. I say anything under 50 on this one. 55, I think you're coming up to fill this gap at 72, 72 to 76. You'd buy it here. Uh, you know, Again, if you use Coinbase. Uh, and finally, the last scan. Mercado Libre. This is the Amazon of uh, Latin America. And you can see 121283 is the, uh, now the algorithm makes you 11%. Meanwhile, buying and holding 
over two years in the algorithm loses you 17.4%. So the algorithm makes you 11%. Your average win is six, uh, I'm sorry, 7.6%. You win 45% of the time. Uh, if we take a look at a long-term uh, chart on this one, you can see you're not quite under the 200-day. So my, my preference would be you hold until you get to this 200-day, which is about 1,100. Um, and I think that's when you start taking off again. The RSI is in no man's land. It's at 50, 54. And th this MACD just kind of is crossing down on the weekly. I just don't see a huge uh, impetus for it to come up. Uh, the earnings, the catalyst is going to be post-market on August 2nd. That's when they report. So if you have any questions, again, thank you guys for everything. Remember, subscribe to the newsletter. Um, uh, I'll put some, some things in there for you. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Remember, uh, the sponsor is visible. Uh, if you're paying anything more than $25 a month for your phone service, down below there is a link that will save you $20 off and your uh, first month is only $5. So uh, it's unlimited, uh, 5G coverage available. So I absolutely love it. I, I use it myself. Um, the other sponsor is Trendspider. If you like this algorithm, I mean, you know, it tells you when to get in, when to get out. Um, and, and take emotion out of your trade. There's a link down below. Uh, you save 25% off uh, your subscription. It's around $400. Uh, you need the middle tier service, the elite level, uh, in order to get my algorithm. But I will share with you the four hour algorithm, the 65 minute algorithm, and everything that, that's included. So all the watch lists, all the scanners, everything. Um, you can get it for, for a month, you can try it free for seven days. Uh, but it's very, very simple. Uh, again, you know, I just went over all the moving averages that I have. You guys can set it up just like you see my screen. Um, so any qu other questions, uh, hit me up. Remember, sign up for that, that, that newsletter. I think it's a good one. Uh, okay. Take care. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday.